1968, George Romero brought us Night of the Living Dead. It became the classic horror film of its time. Not that room, not that room! Now, George Romero brings us the most intensely shocking motion picture experience for all times. It gets up and kills. The people it kills get up and kill. This situation must be controlled before it's too late. They are multiplying too rapidly. Dawn of the Dead. Meet me on the roof at 9 o'clock. Get out. I don't believe We're it. We're going to get out in the chopper. We've got to survive. Somebody's got to survive. They kill for one reason. They kill for food. They eat their victims. Imagine, if you will, that something has gone terribly wrong. Shoot it, man. Now, accept the fact that there's no escaping the horrible consequences. George Romero brings back the dead. Night of the Living Dead has ended. Dawn of the Dead is here. We must not be lulled by the concept that these are our family members or our friends. They are not. They will not respond to such emotions. Operated dead. Post abandoned. We may never get out of the room. It's everywhere. What the hell is it? Looks like a shopping center. One of those big indoor malls. What are they doing? Why do they come here? Some kind of instinct, memory, what they used to do. This was an important place in their lives. We've got a war. I'm afraid. We have spawned our own savagery. Soon, it will consume us all. It is a horrible, hauntingly accurate vision of the mindless excesses of a society gone mad. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. We are down to the line, folks. We are down to the line. Dawn of the dead. They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. Welcome back to They're Coming to Get You. I'm one of your hosts, Brent Trahune, joined by my co-host, Gavin Eddings. Hello. That's my introduction. I Every every time I introduce myself, I want to do like a wrestler pose. Like I want to pose like Randy Orton. I'll yeah, be like, right. I'm Gavin, <laughs> the Gavin, the Grim Reaper Eddings. Like, oh, Gavin, the ghoul. Uh, we should oh. we should get cool nicknames for this we podcast, should. but we haven't. Brent, Brent, the bat. <laughs> I just know that when... Uh, when there's no room in hell, the dead will record this podcast. <laughs> that was our other title for the podcast, but too long. We're like, no one's going to search that. Yeah, you, it's hard to type in on uh, iTunes or Spotify, but welcome back uh, to the show. Thanks for your great feedback on our Halloween and the Exorcist episodes. If you haven't, you can. They're, they're evergreen. You can go back and listen to those anytime you want. Tell a friend. Yeah, you can listen to us talk about the Exorcist in the summer. In the winter, you can listen to us talk about Halloween in the summer, which is when they shot it. And if you haven't heard the episode, we tell you all about it. And, it's an educational experience. And maybe this season we might even touch uh, on the thing. You know, you the, the best time to listen or watch the thing 
is in the middle of July. Well, I really, knows? I really love when it's 90 degrees outside and you're like, what movie is going to put me in that summer mood? And it's a base in Antarctica <laughs> <laughs> where nobody trusts Wilfred Brimley. That yeah. is the best time. I don't have diabetes. Let me out of the shack. <laughs> and then they test his blood. It's like, there's, it's got the sugars. It's rampant with diabetes. <laughs> Uh, so maybe movie. the thing is one we're covering the season. Who knows? I, I hope so. Uh, but uh, the, this episode, uh, as you probably heard from the trailer uh, playing before, uh, we're watching and talking about Dawn of the Dead, 1979. I think it's 78, isn't it? Well, released in uh, in the U.S. Because that that's a we'll get in it. There's several different different cuts. Uh, you could say 78 or 79. I'm saying 79, Gavin. I'm going to say 78 because I feel like that's more correct. I'm going to push my glasses up here. I'm going to be the YouTube comments or whatever. Um, comments. Actually, uh, well, they finished shooting in 77 and then they were <laughs> editing in 78. So technically, yeah. well, you and uh, you, uh, you must be a big fan of the Dario Argento cut then. <laughs> uh, I only watch my Italian gelato film. That's how, that, that, that's how you say it right. Gelato film. Yeah, not jello at all. It's gelato. Uh, much like the Astroglide camera in uh, Halloween. In Halloween, not the Panaglide. Uh, but uh, so uh, released uh, 78 or 79, depending on if you're me or Gavin. Uh, it came written, out. written and directed by George Romero. Budget, I found a couple different numbers. And again, it's not really important to our conversation, but $640,000 or a million and a half, depending on who you're asking. But the big number, Gavin, is the box office was $66 million. People loved this movie. They absolutely adored it. It's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Night of Living Dead really kicked off the zombie genre. And Dawn of the Dead, it took him 10 years to make this. 10 years later, he decided to go back and re re revisit this because he wanted something new to say. Mm -hmm. And Dawn of the Dead is one of those movies where I can put on as background noise and still enjoy it and still like pick up new details about what's going on. Yeah. And uh, I, th I, I watched one of these documentaries and uh, I, I think it's called The Dead Will Walk, but it was it's on YouTube for you to watch. But if you just type in uh, Dawn of the Dead uh, documentary or making, maybe it's making of, but uh, I think Romero was saying that he didn't want to get lumped into being a horror director. So he did uh, other movies, including The Crazies and um, maybe it was Martin, and then mm -hmm. some other ones that weren't horror genre, and then they didn't do very well, so it's <laughs> like, all right, time to come back to the zombies. And then for the rest of his life, that's all he would do. That's is... and It's like, I don't know, especially you know, if you're familiar with my comedy, I don't want to be lumped in as doing that one thing, but then that's yeah. what people know you for. And so it makes like, you money. So you're like, well, if you need me to do the thing and you want to give me money for the thing, like, I guess yeah. I will do the, the thing get her done. Uh, <laughs> and I guess apparently we're talking about the thing already on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but Dawn of the Dead, I really enjoy it. And I actually, uh, this may be a cardinal sin. It may not be right. But I am almost 100% sure that I watched the remake before the original. That that could be. I think that was the case for me too. We're about the same age, so yeah, that's not out of the realm of possibility uh, that we watched the, the the remake first. But what was your what's your background, and your history with this? Because we've not talked off mic about. 
Uh, Dawn of the Dead, I remember it uh, coming out on like a four disc giant DVD set, uh, which was like way expensive. It came out, I think, right around the time the remake was coming out. I realized I could not afford it. So I watched like a Divamax uh, DVD version. Mm -hmm. I think I've only seen the director's cut because there's so many versions. There's uh, an international cut. There's a theatrical cut. And then there's the the director's cut. And it, it becomes almost like Blade Runner where it has so many different versions and they only tweak like a few little things mm -hmm. in it where it's like if you're not looking super close you have no idea like what 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 is missing or what's not missing mm -hmm. um uh, my my experience with this was it was around the the zombie craze so the remake had been out uh probably Shaun of the dead there was about a decade would you say gavin of like it was all zombies all the time yeah, it was a lot of zombies because you had that stretch of you had Dawn of the Dead, you had 28 Days Later, mm -hmm. 28 Days Later came out and kind of reinvent. And not only was it the zombie craze, it was zombies who run. That oh, was the no. craze for like yeah. five years. Like, oh, no, they can pick up and get their steps in now. Mm -hmm. Well, now we can't get away. How are we going to survive? And um, Land of the Dead also came out around that time, which was yep. um, like this another sequel to, to the Dawn of the Dead, Night Living Dead franchise. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we got zombied out pretty hard in the mid 2000s. That was my friend Nate and I, uh, shout out to Nate, who's not listening. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we were all into the zombie genre. So we would try and see everything that was zombies. And then I remember my brother and I, thanks for bringing him up, but uh we we rented yep. dawn of the dead where it was like we had seen a lot of the modern day stuff uh and we we're like oh th we we've heard nothing but great things about this so we watched it and we both were like this is so slow <laughs> and like it was so long because the the romero cut is uh an hour or like 126 minutes so over two hours the, the argento cut is 119 but it, it it was one of those where maybe it was so overhyped that when we watched it, it was underwhelming. And maybe we saw all those tropes in other zombie movies. And then you finally see the one that started all the tropes. And you're like, well, this isn't that great. And now I like the movie, but it was like maybe back then it was I was not prepared or ready for what this movie was. I do remember liking it the first time I saw it because I appreciate art more than you. That's true. Uh, <laughs> I, I love me some art, some films, <laughs> Brent. But I, I do remember really liking it and just being able to see how iconic it is. I thought the effects were a little cheesy at the time, mm -hmm. just because we had gotten so used to the hyper-realistic gore of the mid-2000s, like the, the remake and uh, 20 Days Later has like, realistic gore so, so so to go back and see these effects that, that are still super gross and look nasty but it looks like this man is biting a, a ham out of another man's neck <laughs> yeah it's it's uh well you were talking about the fast zombies it's a lot harder to pie a zombie in the face when they're fast that's a very weird scene that's a I very where it's it's picks up and you've got people coming in and trying to take over them all and they're like pie fight like let's, I, I love a let's motorcycle gang that that brings pies with them <laughs> that's what sons of anarchy was really missing was they should yeah. have settled everything with their different gangs with pie fights and i yeah. feel like they would have gotten a lot long a lot better you got a choice run you could get hit with the tire iron or the pie <laughs> no sir not the pie, <laughs> not not the pie. 
Not the past, so tire iron to like tire iron it is. Prospect. Uh, one of the best uh movie posters, I would say, of all time. Like I had this poster in my room hanging up mm-hmm. uh growing up. And there's actually a really cringe photo. I'll have to find it for you. Of a cringe photo of me taking an edgelord picture of me standing in front of my dog that poster holding a machete uh <laughs> and it is just and i did it so i could have a cool profile picture for bloody mm-hmm. for their forums so they knew when they saw gta gavin or gavatory whatever i was going by they're like oh that dude's hardcore he's got a dawn of the dead poster and a real machete <laughs> my god this guy's been to harbor freight <laughs> before <laughs> When there's no more room in hell, the dead will go to Harbor Freight. <laughs> uh, and the, t- the tagline, we, we started off with it. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Like, what a just great. And that's a, yeah, and that's apparently a line that, that uh, Georgia, Georgia Mayo just kind of threw in. He's kind of like, yeah, whatever. This he sounds- said he was drunk writing the script and <laughs> came I, up when, with the line. When there's, which, no more, when there's no more room in hell, they'll <laughs> walk. It, it's it's one of those where then like uh, me including i'm like well as a creative i i could yeah i could get drunk i could just be uh, uh, intoxicated and still create genius but then you realize it's george romero so the guy just functions at a as a, at a level eight at all times you know well, well we do stand up so we've been to enough open mic for somebody will get really high before mm-hmm. and they're like i'm just gonna talk i'm just gonna tell it like it is and yeah. it's like please write something down next time yes <laughs> please don't do this to us when the when the dead when there's no more room in hell the dead will bomb out an open mic <laughs> i'm just telling it like it is you're, you're <laughs> just too afraid soul boys i'm a i'm a truth teller <laughs> uh so uh, w- let's talk about these characters and uh, uh, before he, that, but like, I just love the look of the, the movie. And I I've said it on uh, an episode that I did of uh, the field trip, but I love the blues brothers. And there's something about a movie shot in the seventies where it just at the metal feels like metal. Mm-hmm. The like, I don't know. And I, I would, somebody smarter should, should message the show and be like, that's because it was shot on this type of film. It was like it has a certain look to it where it's like it takes you back to like to, I get nostalgic for things I never was even alive for, Gavin. You <laughs> for know, a second, I thought you're talking about like the architecture of the mall. You're like, it was made with real Pittsburgh steel. No, <laughs> like, well, probably, but like by, just the, by a guy who came back from war. <laughs> like the like you get the look of it's, I, and I don't know what it is. It's in the in uh and and blues brothers too but like to, to see like a flannel there was definitely like a decade where flannel was like that's wasn't a cool thing it's like something your dad wore mm-hmm. in the winter you know like just the look the look and feel of the movie uh i really love and my favorite scenes i think are at the beginning when they're doing like the flyover shots of just like the the hillbilly parties killing <laughs> zombies and stuff. i just it's fall i love the look i love the feel of it. it makes me feel like i'm i'm in fall watching it it makes me it, it makes me a little bit chilly it makes me like yeah. physically a little chilly like i want to be i want to have like the windows open i want that crisp fall air to come through my window give me that little chill and yeah i think the look of the movie is great it definitely has that 70s feel mm-hmm. when you're talking about 70s horror there are certain movies that that come to mind 
Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Dawn of the Dead, because mm-hmm. they have such a time. It, it's it's like time was frozen in these movies. Mm-hmm. It just fully encapsulates what it was to be the seventies. The the vehicles are square. They're not rounded out. That's like they they are made of metal. Like that's real what I was getting Pittsburgh at. steel. Yeah. Now everything is not made of metal. That's made in China. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just love the, the feel of the movie. We have a uh, Ken foray as Peter, who uh, I don't know if you knew this, you probably know this Gavin, but uh, Ken foray is from Indianapolis. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, I, and I, I, uh, we, we chose this because this past weekend I went to, uh, Monroeville, Pennsylvania, to the uh, Living Dead weekend. So I went to this mall where the it was shot, um, and uh, yeah, it was a, a great experience to be in that mall where it was shot. And it's you know no, they don't have I don't think there was a build a bear, but it's like none of the stories <laughs> were there, you know. And I'm so jealous that because there was a I could have gone with you, but I had a con- concert to go to that got rescheduled with my dad. So I really wanted to go with mm-hmm. you because it sounded like, like a great time, but. How was the mall being there? Did you feel, did anything look the same or was everything pretty much had been remodeled? And did you get to like meet any of the people or see any of the cast? I could have met uh, all of them, I think. And there were so many uh, that, you know, there's of course Ken Foray and I don't think Flyboy or uh, or, uh, Roger was there. Uh, And this year was specifically focused on the uh, Night of the Living Dead 1990 remake. So that was Mm-hmm. kind of what they were focusing on but again it's a horror you know convention so like the dude that was leatherface from texas chainsaw three was there so like okay. you don't have to be in a zombie thing to be yeah. there tom savini was there uh and i i know you like to meet people i'm not a guy who like i think i meet, i paid to meet nick castle and then uh the guy who shot the bigfoot video <laughs> And you, and, like, and you, hey, you've met Elvira with your wife. Oh, that's true. And that that was like that was the thing that she wanted to do. But I, I'm not complaining. Yeah, uh, it's it like was, you got to meet your wife. Also, that lady you married was there. That's true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, and I was. Uh, anytime I take pictures with people after a show or anything, I'll I'll do the arm around, but I'm I don't touch. The, I don't. I'm just. Oh, like you. A, oh, you hover hand. I'm a hover hand, and uh, Elvira was like, "No, bring it in closer." So. And like I squeeze last, a titty boy, do it, become a man. The last thing I wanted to do was like be up all on this lady when you know there's just creeps that have paid and just be like, hey, Elvira, you know. Oh no, I think about that anytime I meet like a actress with whatever. Like I mm-hmm. met Nev Campbell and she was super sweet. And I and I and we had like a conversation about we had you and I had actually gone to see it the, the night before. It's like, mm-hmm. how was it? I was like, wasn't that good? They were like, oh. Okay, just having like a normal, regular conversation. Yeah. And, but I know that people are like, you were real hot and wild things. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I what really are you liked... supposed to say to that? Thank you. And then thank you, know. you so much. And a lot of um, male, um, not not to get too off track, but, but a lot of male celebrities also have like strict rules because yeah. the girls can get just as crazy. Like I know Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead, like he's friendly and stuff, but it's like mm-hmm. you you can't just dry hump this man and yeah, try to you grab his balls. Like you you can't. Yeah. I did uh, cop a feel off Tony Todd, so that was good. But uh, <laughs> be my victim. <laughs> <laughs> I I will Tony. He Tony was there. Todd's so nice. He had one of the longest lines, and also did uh, so did uh, Ken Foray. But a uh, bunch of people. The the mall's still there. It looks great. But one of the downsides is like all these like 
it'd be like hall A, B, C or whatever. And the halls were just in the mall, like next to a hot topic or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that, that also means like there was a store that wasn't there. Like it was empty for them to be able to put the horror convention there. Mm-hmm. And there was probably five or six uh, halls there. And they do have the living dead museum there. That's like a permanent fixture uh, that I went through, but it, so, you know, those halls, it was great but then that just means every other time it's an empty store which is not good for a mall yeah Yeah, we have a dead mall here in evansville which actually evansville is where uh, david emge is from who plays flyboy i was gonna say that and then um francine of galen ross is from indy as well so this is a very indiana centric movie uh, one of my, uh, an ex-girlfriend of mine, one of her. Thanks uh, for bringing her up, by the I way. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> uh, I can't believe she got hit by that truck, I hope. <laughs> that uh, you were driving. <laughs> that I was driving. And then I backed <laughs> over to check if she was okay. Uh, she was fine, I think. Uh, but she went She went to high school with uh, David Emge's niece. So she had like a signed photo oh, of shit, him. Yeah. Because she's like, yeah, my, this is my fucking uncle. You just wanna, <laughs> yeah. You, you want a picture? He'll that's do it. Fly, I didn't write his name now. That's Flyboy, right? That's Yeah, that's Flyboy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a guy who's done a bunch of research, I'm like, who is that again? Like, who, I know who it who is. is. That? He was on what the are we talking about? But <laughs> yeah, let's clarify. About? That's Flyboy because I'm not going to. His name to me is Flyboy. But that's cool um, that you got to go and like see stuff and are like the this this could be a weird question. But when I think of Dawn of the Dead and like that mall, I think of like the escalators are like the escalators mm-hmm. in, in the same spot or I th- I think, yeah, the, and they were. But then in that that Dawn of the Dead or the, the Dead Museum, they've had they've taken like the old escalators and you could buy a piece of the old ones. Mm. Like I, I love a museum that is that will ring out every cent of a place. So like there's that elevator, cut it up. Let's sell it. <laughs> this uh, was a shirt that was in the JC Penny in yeah. the movie, cut a piece of cloth and sell it to these nerds. Hey dude, times is hard and somebody will buy that. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. of it. Absolutely. Like, so if you pass through Monroeville, Pennsylvania, it's, it's definitely worth checking out. The museum is worth checking out. It was $8. So that's, great price for it was only eight dollars to get eight dollars to, yeah. to the whole convention no to that to the museum specifically okay i was like to the convention it was eight dollars no it was a little more than that but uh <laughs> i was like they must be hurting <laughs> i know they had a, a hot topic they had a um spencer's those are the two big ones that i remember because i i was only there for five hours i i had a gig the night before and i drove from the place in the morning to the convention and then i had to leave in time to get to the next gig so i wish there was more time mm-hmm. but that throughout the whole day they did have uh it was like a panel discussion but it was in the middle uh of the mall so there were chairs set up i saw um bill mosley his like q a thing i know ken Forey was right after that and they did that kind of stuff all weekend so it's definitely like if you're a horror fan uh and you want to see the mall it's it's a good convention that i would say you should check out do you think that people who do these like reunions at conventions and things like that Mm -hmm. and kind of like do the circuit where they're doing like um, a a different kind of do you think that they just have to be tired of telling the same stories week after week probably and you know if you listen to enough interviews with a certain celebrity or whoever you you will be like oh yeah he's about to or even wrestlers you know wrestlers they'll Mm -hmm. just like they they got their stories and they'll tell it so it's like 
as an interview, I've not interviewed a lot of people that I don't already know, but I try to hit them with those questions of like, how did you get into acting? Cause like, it's the <laughs> one one of questions, you know? So like, are I, you afraid of spiders? Yeah. So some of those uh, that like Bill Mosley uh, got some of those, those softball questions where you like, I'm sure if I listen to a podcast, he said this eight times, you know, or if you look up a clip from like him at any other convention it's like well here's what i did here's what i did and here's yeah. what's going on yeah uh uh and th- they did give tours of the mall too but i think they had sold out uh by the time i it was decided i was gonna go but the mall's cool uh they have a, a good food court they had some had some chinese food there so that was <laughs> well worth it <laughs> You had some uh, Panda Express, you know, as seen in the 1978 film Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> really authentic. Uh, yeah. So it was it was a, a great time. Great time was had by at least me. Well, good. Um, That's awesome. I'm glad you got to go. Yeah, me too. Uh, so we've got Kid Four. He's probably the, the main character and what, you know, people know a character from the movie. It's him. Uh, how do you feel about him? I like him. I think he is a strong black man mm-hmm. and he is a really good, uh, he keeps everybody together. He's the most trained. He knows what he's doing. He's there to do a job. He's there to keep everybody alive. And I, I really like his portrayal in the movie. There, there, there's a part later on, I guess I can just say it now because I don't know if we're going to come back to it. There's a part of the movie that is so out of left field and that Ken Foray does such a good job when the main uh what is the main girl's name uh francine or galen ross's yeah francine yeah. sorry i think I, we're going to talk about the same moment but go yeah. ahead <laughs> when when flyboy and france uh when flyboy <laughs> is talking to ken foray and he's like she's pregnant and he's like i can take care of it and I, you're like yeah. what i wrote <laughs> the same thing down like <laughs> like what he's just like no okay we like, can get rid of it that 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 part sticks out of my mind not like so much the fun stuff or like the the pie eating or the pie facing it's like this man just he could be really excited about having a baby but he's Mm -hmm. like want me to get rid of it like whoa roe v wade isn't gone yet okay well it's also a zombie apocalypse like it's it's and you know that was a thing in in uh with the walking dead of people having children during you know the last thing you want is something crying when there's zombies everywhere you know mm-hmm. like uh but i did find it odd that this soldier uh he's a soldier right like the, yeah, they, yeah he's, like, he's like he's like soul soldier slash police of some sort I think yeah he's SWAT team yeah, yeah so and- this guy is just like uh i'll help you get rid of it and i'm like how what are you gonna do this is is not the this is not the first time he's been offered this he was just he jumped to it so fast he's like ha ha you want me to get rid of it like he's putting on gloves as he's saying it like he's he's going down to jc penny's and grabbing a hanger (laughs) that moment Uh, he did say in, in interviews, uh, Ken did that uh, he was friends with Dwayne Jones, who was the lead in Night of the Living Dead. And it's I don't think it's lost on people that the two uh, leads are black guys. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. So I think his entire character arc is just so good. And mm-hmm. he really keeps everybody together because they would uh, without him, they would die 
immediately yes well roger died with his help like <laughs> because he was just trying roger was being a hot dog he was out here a hot dog and trying to yeah. be too having too much fun killing these zombies and then got his leg bit and got bit in a truck yeah you had and one so, job roger yeah somehow like having a great time but also losing it at the same time clearly mm-hmm. you know um the roger was uh just I guess reckless. There was a, a certain time in the in cinema where I guess yeehaw was like <laughs> he hit he hit you with like eight or eight or nine yeehaws in the movie, which nowadays you don't hear yeehaw anymore, you know. No, unless you're doing like a comedy or a throwback. This was very post-Western where it's like, what if we said yeehaw in the now? What if we <laughs> yeah. what if we pretended to be cowboys? Yeah. And just dropped a yeehaw, just a little yeehaw every once in a while. Uh, he uh, was he had a slow death and and, and turns quick. Yeah, but it was over that. Like it, I want to talk about like there's the the difference in Flyboy and Roger. Like Roger is bit and then it like takes him two or three days. They're wheeling him around in that wheelbarrow. Mm-hmm. He's eating stuff out of the jar and playing video games and stuff. And then Flyboy just turns in the elevator like it's. <laughs> Well, what you don't see is that elevator is actually the hyperbolic time chamber from <laughs> yeah. Dragon Ball Z, where one minute is actually a whole three days in that yeah. elevator. And so I get he- it serves the story and you need <laughs> like what a great shot. That's we talked about. Oh, shit moments. Like mm-hmm. if you had one, Gavin, my oh, shit moment for Dawn of the Dead is when he comes out of that elevator. I, I don't want to say my oh shit moment because it's also my favorite kill because we're okay. going to talk, talk yeah. about our kills. You probably know what it is already, but we'll get to it. Yeah. yeah, when that elevator opens and he's just like, uh, and he's got the gun on his hand or whatever. Like, the walk. He, they, and they clearly, made, like, they spent some time on this zombie. Other zombies, it's like, put the gray on your face, go. You know, <laughs> Put like, the gray. We're going to cut your flannel. We're going to cut <laughs> your flannel a bit. Now go walk funny. Yeah. But he did a really good job. And, like, that... um that character like they've made action figures of him mm-hmm. as a zombie um and just when you when i think about it like i made a video for my horror movie channel gavin Los horror of like sequels that are better than the original and i used a picture of him as the thumbnail mm-hmm. um and that video got 70 views so clearly <laughs> it's working it's <laughs> clearly working but yeah that's just a really iconic shot um uh harry krishna zombie is the other one when you mm-hmm. think of and also the plaid zombie from the airfield mm-hmm. who they put on a bunch of the posters. Yeah. The plaid, the plaid zombie. And I do like, I like a, um, a zombie thing that has like, you could be like, there's the nurse zombie. There's the blank zombie. I like that. Yeah. And a lot of those zombies, you know, they're all pretty much Pittsburgh locals. So they were at the convention. Like you could meet certain zombies, uh, you know, I think you'd have to be a super fan to want to get the autograph of uh, whatever zombie, unless it's like the ones we're talking about. <laughs> but you could, you know, you could get everything signed by a lot of the cast that were in that movie. Well, they let so many Pennsylvania natives be extras and they paid them one dollar because they mm-hmm. had no budget. So they paid them an actual dollar and then they gave them like a t shirt. And I think yeah. they said a donut. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also a donut. And that's all they got. But imagine if you still have that shirt. That is a collector's item for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and just being part of this movie. And then, you know, there's somebody who showed up for one of these days was in like 
a background shot. It was like, all right, going to hit the circuit. Yeah. <laughs> going to go. Um, like I've met people who were in last summer. I met some of the cast from Jaws mm-hmm. and it was like Richard Dreyfus, of course. And then there was the girl that gets eaten at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had her sign a poster. And then I met the little boy who also gets eaten by the shark. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, uh, especially um, the guy who played the little boy. He was super nice. But it was just like talking to like a guy. Yeah, uh, because that's like all he did. But I, he but, but he signed our stuff, took a photo with us and had some cool stories about Jaws. And so, yeah, you know that you can get a zombie autograph. You, you could lie and say you were in it. Mm-hmm. And be like, I, I was there. Yeah, dude, you're 30. There's no way you were there. <laughs> I was there. I was, was there. I was in my dad. But I was a zombie. I, yeah, I was there. Uh, Flyboy is an interesting character. You know, he's the, the pilot. But man, this guy for some reason does not know how to shoot doesn't know how to fight like he tries can't... to be hyper masculine but he sucks at all of it like yeah he, like francine is more masculine than than he is because mm-hmm. she can like hit something but even um ken foray uh, i like the way we would call some of them their their character name they're like no that's ken foray yeah, yeah i know is... i'm not calling him peter that's just ken foray yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's more respectful but peter uh even gets mad at flyboy he's like you gotta stop like yeah like like, what are you doing what what are we doing gavin i i i i would i know you but i'm gonna go out on a limb and say you're not a gun guy no i've been shooting a few times i worked in a hardware store so i had people like dude let's go shooting it's like it's my day off i'd like to play roller coaster tycoon (laughs) yeah Uh, i don't want to go shooting i'm not a gun guy no yeah like uh, uh, that was my thing is maybe you have shotguns maybe you have not we're both from indiana so i think that's you have to like when you renew your license, they make you shoot a gun. Uh, <laughs> They're like, uh, do you need glasses? Are you an organ donor? Shoot yeah. this gun. Like, but I guarantee you are a better shot than Flyboy. Yeah, I like, feel like I could probably I play a lot of light gun games at the arcade. I feel like I can line up pretty okay. I've shot it's, several aliens. It's just bizarre how people in the movie, and again, that's coming from the guy who's watching the movie, but it's like <laughs> how do you just not know how to shoot a gun? Like (laughs) just, and it's the same way Michael Myers could just watch somebody drive or, you know, like he was doing fine last night, just point and squeeze the trigger. Like, and it just like, to not know how to end like in the general direction, like it, it, it'll get there. The bullet's going to get there. We don't got to, we yeah. don't got a 360 no scope. These zombies just aim for the chest mm-hmm. and like get them down. And then you can like stand over them and shoot them in the face. Uh, and then like, I, it always frustrates me when somebody in a zombie movie doesn't know to shoot them in the face or the head. <laughs> like, I'm like, the chest is not going to work, dude. Like I'm going to, I'm going to wing them in the leg. Yeah. Just gonna, I'm just going to wing them a little bit. Uh, yeah, I, I do like Flyboy, And, but then we're talking about Francine and one of the interviews, like Romero wanted her to play up like screaming, uh, lady in distress. And she was like, I don't want to do that because, you know, we'll, we'll eventually, I'm sure on the show cover night of the living dead, but Barbara who they're coming to get, by the way, Gavin. Yeah. Um, like it's Stop just, it. you're ignorant. You're ignorant, like <laughs> worthless for half the movie. Just sitting there. <laughs> I think comatose. she gets, I think she gets smacked. Like, doesn't she get backhanded? At yeah. One she, point? Yeah. She, uh, well, a black guy on screen slash this white woman. <laughs> In 1968, oh, you know, like, was there anything being said at that time about it? I'm sure I was fine with it. 
but yeah so it was like one of those like i don't want to and then you know we've come so far like we're michonne you know i'm like man yeah. this lady can handle her shit you know uh francine told george romero i will not scream i'm keeping this baby do, <laughs> do, do not let peter near me with the coat hanger don't She's let him a, near me. a method actor <laughs> she got really she got really pregnant for the role it's like no yeah. No, he keeps looking at me. He keeps looking yeah. at me, and I can't tell where Ken begins <laughs> and Peter ends. He like, just I don't know what happens. Staring at her, unfolding a coat hanger. <laughs> like, um, I do like. There's a scene where, like, I think it's Flyboy, and he's like, "She's pregnant." Immediately cuts to her smoking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so she's you know not as bad as Barbara, but I do. You know, I gone to the, again. It was a different time back then, but gone are the days of just a lady being like, "Oh, poor me," you know, like. <laughs> but she's like, she's the one that's like, we need to. I need to learn how to fly. She's prepared, yeah. you know. She's like, we can't rely on Johnny can't hit shit with a gun. Like, we mm-hmm. need to. We need other skills. We got to go find some other stuff. Uh, and then they immediately leave her alone. Flyboy doesn't want to give her a gun. And it's like, well, you don't need this. You don't either, Flyboy. You don't yeah. either. Well, then then he proposes and she's like, not right now. I'm like, well, when? Like, <laughs> like the world's over. This, this is it, babe. You know, she's like, listen, I will not get engaged to you until we know we're getting some sweet tax breaks on this. Yeah. If the government's falling, what am I doing this for? Do we have insurance even? Do I get your <laughs> insurance? Um, and the, the movie starts off with the argument in the TV studio. Which, man, the, what it like two two guys arguing? No, the dead aren't rising or whatever. Essentially, and then they're like, "Yes, the dead are." Like, <laughs> man, what a couldn't be more of a relevant conversation to the scientific discussions we're having the past couple of years. If Dawn of the Dead told people to mask up, they're like, "No, that there's that's my freedoms." You know, there'd be a guy dripping from with blood from the neck, being like, "I'm still going out." You know? <laughs> like, stop the mandate <laughs> i'm not getting oh dude you just you just need the shot and you won't turn into the walking dead no thanks i'm not like, getting we'll give you a donut i'm not getting the jab <laughs> <laughs> i'm not getting it with it with them, but then afterwards you'll have to get a booster see it starts with one <laughs> and the boosters when the microchip gets you <laughs> I, I I've worked in um, a news setting for a little bit. When I graduated college, I worked at a news station for six uh, for for six weeks before I realized not not for me. Uh-huh. But just watching everybody in a newsroom in this movie just sit around and smoke and yell at each other. Yeah. And I know there's like a, a an apocalypse happening, but newsrooms are much more boring than that. Like it is just like the dead yeah. rising, smoke, smoke, smoke. What are we gonna yeah. get on the air? Get it on the air. What are we shoot <laughs> him in the head? And that that is uh, the other. My, my favorite part from Night of the Living Dead is those like news segments of them walking around. Like for some reason, I th- there's other great scenes, but I'm like, oh, that's my favorite for some because they tr- they give you half a reason why they're zombies in that one. And this one, th- again, hell is full. That's the that's like, the reason. I don't know, a raccoon or something. Let's just <laughs> it was a rabid raccoon. <laughs> but... Did we get like the, the shots and the, the apartments and the housing? And those are really gruesome because like this movie was like it's banned in some countries Mm -hmm. and like was, I think, released unrated because if it was rated, they wouldn't be able to show it. Like there's a lot of stuff. It was going to be like an X. So they decided to get it released unrated. And 
um, on the poster, and this was on the poster I had on my wall, it says, although there is no explicit sex in this, there is violence that will that many will find disturbing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what better endorsement than that on your poster? Like, mm-hmm. there's no titties, mm-hmm. but it's so violent, we can't rate this bitch. Like, that is, <laughs> that's great. I will tell you, if there's no boobs in a movie, that's an automatic zero uh, on any uh, <laughs> that's rating you, system. That's why you stopped watching Pixar. That's you're true. like, you're like Zerg's not showing a titty in the new light year. I'm not yeah. going. I got tired of getting halfway through the movie. T- as Peter Griffin would say, two boobless hours. <laughs> or however he phrases it. And that's, uh, why you, and that's why you didn't like Toy Story 3. That's true. Uh, and it made me cry. Uh, but I love there's a trope in this that this carried over to so many zombie things. And I, I love this trope of there's always like the dead are walking, they're eating people. And then those people turn into more dead people that eat people. And there's always one racist guy, (laughs) guy that's just still holding on. He's like, I may be the undead, but the South is going to rise yeah, from like, the dead, from the actual dead. We're going to go buy some Confederate soldiers in Arlington. We're going to bring them back. They're like the dead are, are walking and eating people, but watch your wallet around that one over there. <laughs> like it's when does, when does racism go away? Cause eat dead people eating other people is not making it stop. I think that zombie that bit me had a stolen social security card. (laughs) I think he came over the border illegally. (laughs) It's like, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Cause Merle, the the character on walking dead that like, you hate that guy so much. Cause you're you're just racist. (laughs) Like, like again, you won't let a black guy help you, but you won't help him. And then, you know, and, and but the alternative is just eating, getting eaten dead, like by a dead guy, like like cutting off your own hand so so that you don't eat because you don't want to hang out with T Dog. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Any any other thoughts on those segments, the TV studio or the before they well, get to the mall? I mean, I think my I mean the best kill in this movie, if we're doing best kill, is the dude straight up getting his head blown off by a shotgun, scanner style. One of the best head explosions in any movie, and George Romero decided to have that so early in the movie to establish a tone, mm-hmm. and that's a way to set a tone for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I, in that one documentary that I talked about earlier, Tom Zavini was like, they they packed this head full of like apple cores and condoms full of blood and just a bunch of shit, and then just shot it with a real shotgun. <laughs> It was the seventies. You could do whatever you wanted. You could yeah. like, yeah, we'll shoot this head. And it, it holds up. Like it's like of all the movies uh, effects, some of them don't look great. Some, some, some of them look no. very like seventies. Like, the head explosion and let, unless you pause it right there. Right, and you're like, this is just a make made up head with the worst fake beard. But yeah. in real time, you're like that, that dude just got his head obliterated. Yeah. Again, if it was, you know, 79 or 78, as you claim, uh like it was one of those where it's like back then i don't know what more you expected from that you know yeah. and it's only watching newer movies with great effects and you watch it and you're like oh but you could see the thing well shut up dude it's a movie like, i mean we're, we're still talking about it 50 years later yeah like it has not fallen to the test of time it hasn't like fallen by the wayside we're mm-hmm. still talking about 
Dawn of the Dead. And there have been so many zombie movies that have come out since then, but we still go back to the trilogy that George Romero did of Night, Dawn, and Day. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's it's so iconic. And yeah, we're talking about this on a podcast 50, almost 50 years later. We're like, that head scene though, it really looks good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they make it to the airfield and that's, this is one of my favorite kills is the, the helicopter zombie, Gavin. Yeah, he's just hanging out, walking around. He's like, he's a little too close to the blade. And that is my fear. Anytime I see a helicopter, I see a helicopter near me. I'm like, someone could get cut up with that. Someone yeah. could really get hurt. Near, that's near, near that's why place. I refuse to travel by helicopter is for that sole reason. I know that because you have, I think, over 300,000 Twitter followers. Humble mm-hmm. brag for you. Humble brag for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they offered you when you hit 300. They're like, do you want a helicopter? And you're like, yeah. nope, I'll get cut up. No, thank you. You want to travel around Myrtle Beach style? Because that's the only time I've ever ridden in <laughs> helicopters at myrtle beach uh but i do love that that's clearly telegraphed of oh this guy's got a frankenstein head on him <laughs> we're gonna cut it and i tom savini uh talked about that kill as well in the documentary because i was always like because it looks like this it he really gets his head cut off <laughs> like i'm like there's no way that he just stuck his head up there like <laughs> that's but, a lot of that's a that's a level of trust no one should have yeah i don't care i don't care who you're working with they're like listen we're gonna put a fake head it's gonna be big enough that it's just gonna <laughs> you're but gonna, gonna be gonna herman to- <laughs> munstered out don't worry I'm going to need you to walk into a real helicopter blade. I will not. I don't care who does it. I don't care who's asking to do it. I'm like, I, I, I have some notes and I have some concerns, but um, I, I did watch a documentary as well. The The helicopter was never there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they, they, they built his head up two inches and then like put some fishing line on it. So that's what, where it gets pulled off, gets pulled off. It was the fishing line. And then they pump blood through his pants up to his head so but then that was the scene my brother and i watching and we're like either this is really good or really bad because it's clearly the dude's getting his head cut off like that's what's happening in the scene (laughs) i would love to see a misdirect where somebody has like a thousand pounds of prosthetics on their head you're like Mm -hmm. gonna be a head and it's like did he cut a finger off why did the so what what, what was was all the shit for then what (laughs) uh you got the plaid the plaid shirt zombie and the, the airfield as well, and the killing of uh, two children who were, I think, Tom Savini's nieces and nephew, niece and nephew. But they were and killing kids. Yeah, uh, Ken, Ken Foria said that he wasn't a fan of killing the kids. Yeah, he mm-hmm. uh, he was like, I didn't like that. He, he's <laughs> like, because he's like, because see, they're actually people now. They're not a bundle of cells I need to take care of in a mall. <laughs> yeah, I can abort it. <laughs> and he's like, I did, a, I, I I did a. 36 month abortion okay it's it's okay it's okay uh and yeah the airfield is the biggest display of uh of flyboy not knowing how to do anything right like (laughs) he's shooting at these zombies for a while like plaid shirt zombie you you would have thought he had a cheap coat on because he's just he's got nothing going he could have held his hand up and stopped bullets like neo in the matrix with Mm -hmm. the way flyboy boy shoot at him but I love that plaid shirt zombie. I have an action figure of, of it, actually. That's um, the one I don't have, so give it to me. <laughs> um, I got it for Christmas for my sister one year. Must um, be I, nice. I know to have a living sibling. A living sibling. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you braggy so-and-so all my family we still here we still mm-hmm. here um but yeah i have a figure that it, it's it's one of my favorite figures and just um you're imagine being a zombie in the movie as like an extra or i guess you would uh a featured zombie but mm-hmm. then they like you so much like let's put you on one of the most iconic posters that will ever happen yeah. in, the, in the history of horror like that guy's got it good I do. I, I, like I said, I love the featured zombies and I would love, especially like something like the walking dead has been on forever. I, they, I think it would be so cool to see like a zombie that we all know, like iron maiden, their mascot is Eddie and you Mm -hmm. see different versions of Eddie. I think it would be so cool to like every episode, they somehow sneak in their Eddie. So it's like, he may die every episode but there's a version of that zombie in every episode i think that would be cool because now we're playing where's waldo of where was eddie in the this walking dead episode i can tell you who wanted to be that zombie so bad at a we've we've done conventions and uh yeah been to them uh have you been at a convention with the zombie that plays big daddy from land of the dead oh yeah i have yeah (laughs) he wishes that he thought that role was going to take him to stardom. He was pretty, he was pretty cool, but uh, there was his line one time was next to Kane Hodder who played Jason. Yeah. And so that line was like snaking around. He's like, all right, guys, I'm going to need you to move out so that we can like, so my line is like, nobody's yeah. here. Nobody. And, and yeah, dude. It, it feels bad. It feels bad, but it's like, ain't nobody here for you, big daddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it's one of those where I'm like, how you, if you got stuck next to Tony Todd or who like these stars and you're like, mm-hmm. Oh man, their lines. He, it's Virgil. Yeah. Just, <laughs> he goes all wrestler. out. I will give big daddy credit though. He, he goes all out. He does the makeup He's in costume. Yeah. He wears the, he wears the jumpsuit. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's cool for you, but you're, I, I don't think I need to give you 40 American dollars. Yeah. I'll give you Guatemalan daughter dollars <laughs> at best. So they, they hunker down in the mall and they, they, uh, they, uh, they park the trucks in front of the doors. They drive the car through the mall and kill all the zombies. They keep the dead zombies somehow, uh, in the, the walk-in cooler where they, the food is Gavin. That seems like a good idea, right? I, I love rotting corpses next to my canned goods. Yes. It my, really pairs well. Um, they got a mattress on the floor with no windows and that uh, shack upstairs. And what is uh, this? Boy, my, if I, what is this? My studio in Brooklyn. Oh, I was right? going to say I've stayed in that comedy condo several <laughs> times. Surprised they don't have a tube TV on a chair next to it. <laughs> and a VHS of airplane. Of airplane. Uh, yeah, so the, the the mall is the perfect spot, and that's where Romero got the idea of take. he was taking a tour of that mall, and like, man, it really has everything. You mm-hmm. know, they didn't have the gun store in it. That was shot separately. And, the, it was, and their lair was separate as well. That's true. And Because I was watching with uh, with my wife, and I was like, did they have a bank in the mall? Like, <laughs> and I guess they did. I don't know. So like, I, I think some malls do have like banks. I, I mean, Walmarts have their yeah. wood force bullshit or whatever they yeah. try to, or whatever they use for money laundering. You get a haircut know. and new glasses and <laughs> all that stuff. You get your nails done. Like, so like the mall had every, like you just, you would need a gun store. And then I would go, because that's what I, I was going to ask you, Gavin. If so, today, Dawn of the Dead happens. Are you going to go to the mall? Let's say maybe the mall is it's a no go. Where are you going to hold up? 
probably a dick sporting goods but then a dick sporting goods though doesn't have a lot of food other than mm-hmm. like stuff you buy Protein at the- bars yeah i mean i get real jacked <laughs> dick i just i get i just get real fat just eating straight whey protein <laughs> you gotta you gotta there's a whole Bowflex over there, Brett. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> coughing on dry powder. <laughs> You're they're, they're running out of Under Armour that fits you, Brent. You, you need to <laughs> you need to slow down. That's that's now. What are you talking about? <laughs> so so would you? I I think the the place to go now is a Walmart. Yeah, I think honestly a Walmart. But does a Walmart have a generator like like a mall would? I don't know, and the. I don't, I've never been in the back of a Walmart. I assume there's like a second level of whether you're on like where they keep stock stuff, but like mm-hmm. you kind of want to be off the ground too, right? Yeah. And I don't, uh, mo- most Walmarts are single story because there's no real basement. They just have like the stock room and mm-hmm. stuff. So if people get in, like there's no way maybe to Maybe like, if you're on the shelves or something or whatever, you know? Yeah. Maybe if you could make like a little area in like the back room where all the like big scaffolding and stuff is, mm-hmm. maybe then. But yeah, Walmarts are usually one single floor. So so you really can't batten yourself up anywhere. But then Um, that leaves you open to like, you're going to get a motorcycle gang storm in the Walmart, you know, like (laughs) they're going to get to the Walmart. I mean, they're probably already there. They're like, I I need my, my, I need my scratch offs, (laughs) my scratchers. (laughs) This is Um, my time. Yeah. So is that where would you go, Gavin? I don't know. I'd probably want to go somewhere where nobody would think to go. Mm-hmm. So I feel like everybody would hit up like Walmarts and Targets. And I'm just going to go to Ruler Foods. Be like, it's generic. <laughs> but... I'm just hanging out at the Aldi. <laughs> it's like, I don't need Mountain Dew. This Mountain Lightning will yeah. be fine. Hey, dude. Uh, that's If there's a zombie apocalypse, you'd be happy to have Dr. Thunder. <laughs> I think the... <laughs> I think the the hardest part, though, would be finding weapons, which is why a mm-hmm. hardware store would be good because they do have guns at like Dick's and Academy. Blunt objects, you know? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, oars from like the kayaks. Just thinking outside mm-hmm. the box here, a lot of golf clubs, baseball bats, things like that. I like the way I went in the order of oar, golf club, then <laughs> baseball bat. Like, I, I was ranking them number just, three. Or turned into scary movie where she grabs the <laughs> banana as opposed to the grenade and gun. So let's say, excuse me, if guns are guns are out of the question, everybody would ask for a gun if, if they're in a zombie apocalypse. What's your weapon of choice then? Mm, probably Trojan Magnums for this hog I got. <laughs> <laughs> so Francine doesn't get pregnant. Then <laughs> Ken's got to ask if you want to. Abort take, it. take care no i think honestly i don't know why i needed to reference my penis that's very lowbrow <laughs> it's a very lowbrow joke i'm sorry to all the real comedy fans who are listening right now um, they're, they're not they've since turned it off <laughs> this is preposterous i think you'd have to go somewhere with like food i think honestly but what's your or, weapon that's what i'm saying <sighs> machete I think machete. Um, I took an edge lord photo. You may have heard of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think machete. I mean, just because your arm gets tired, that's the drawback. But you don't want a chainsaw that can mm-hmm. run out of gas, makes a lot of noise. Uh, maybe also like a crossbow. I think. Yeah. I think a crossbow because you get like the best of both worlds as far as like guns and quiet. Mm-hmm. So probably- I, th- I think I would go with the with the not the machete, but like a samurai sword, a la Michonne. 
Okay, yeah. like a, a katana? Katana, yeah. And I only <laughs> remove it from the sheath if I know I'm going to spill human blood. <laughs> uh, and then sometimes if you, when you get really good, you'll hold it and then go like real fast. You're like, and then the yep. zombies will fall apart like and fruit they'll, ninja. They'll stand there for a little bit and then their head will slide off at a <laughs> diagonal. And it'd be like, oh my God, I had no <laughs> idea you were so quick with the blade. That's right, my lady. Now let me disrobe you. <laughs> and then I'll say, hey, I got some condoms. Uh, <laughs> don't get her pregnant. I can't. It, the condoms won't help. <laughs> I'm um, keeping the sword on. We do get some of the zombies using, I think that it was a tire iron in one of the scenes. That's yeah. the thing with the Romero zombies. The The first one, he picks up a rock, the, the, the graveyard ghoul. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing, like, because when I did watch these after watching all the other zombie movies, I'm like, oh, zombies don't use tools, they're not that smart, you know. But like, who ca- it's a it's a made up thing, they did get progressively smarter as the mm-hmm. Romero movies went on because there, there had been zombies at that point for decades, yeah. So, so you have our good friend Big Daddy Zombie mm-hmm. using a gun, it's poorly and communicating, but you know, <laughs> and like talking, and then, uh, well, Bub, but was it Bub? Bub? Yeah, Bub. And, uh, day, the day of the dead, mm-hmm. you know, communicating and, and maybe, you know, maybe a part of him is still in there somewhere, mm-hmm. but just the racist part, just uh, <laughs> just shoots the black guys or any minority. It's like, um, wait, why is that the part you hang on to, Bub? Just why? Uh, I, I let the I let the love of my kids go, but I really hold true to my racist beliefs and a Confederate flag fanny pack or whatever. <laughs> Um, and then we got the gang, the gang that comes in. Anything that stands out besides one of my favorites is the them pieing zombies. <laughs> a pie to the face only means something if the person is embarrassed by it. Like there's no like well, I, I think the zombies were embarrassed. They are like whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. Like, when did it become like spread out you two? And then he <laughs> hits them in the eyes like Mo. Then they discovered oil in the mall. Like, what? We're slipping and sliding. <laughs> it's such a weird juxtaposition. The movie is all over the place, and I know Romero wanted it to be funny, but yeah, you, you can't go from like I just had to shoot my friend who became a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're watching people get hacked up and just mm-hmm. murdered, brutally murdered, and they're like pie fight. Get bring yeah, out the pies. <laughs> also, those pies gotta be fucking rancid just yeah. the worst just the worst pies that have been sitting there since this whole shit began yeah. <laughs> it's like oh no this this lemon meringue it's turned it's turned <laughs> it's no more um the okay we, here's one of my favorite kills because that's what i asked you too is mm-hmm. what are some of your favorite kills one of my favorite kills is the uh blood pressure tester kill <laughs> <laughs> that guy that guy needed to know like what i get sitting down for a second you've mm-hmm. been you're breaking into a mall it's very taxing on you emotionally physically yeah, but to put your arm into the and then let it just ride out like just let it ride out yeah. like why what are you now is not the time to worry about your hypertension this, it's, this is, it's not it's the gonna time. get hey it's gonna get worse sir it's gonna get worse uh, <laughs> And like, it's you you trap yourself you trap yourself yeah i do i do love i just love that kill just because who's like well let me let me just check real quick this biker that's uh, on the road 
<laughs> you know, and storming a mall. He's trying uh, to get healthy. He's trying to really watch his cholesterol, get his blood pressure down for his wife, who's trying to make it back to. <laughs> yeah, just suddenly health conscious. Uh, and that have you, you you've used one of those before, right? Uh, of course, I. Had How no many idea. times did it get so tight that you're like, oh god, I'm stuck. <laughs> This is forever. I live here now. Um, <laughs> I usually tell to go tighter or else I can't feel. Tighter, I'm like, daddy. <laughs> I'm like harder blood pressure, daddy. <laughs> really squeeze it in. I've been real bad today. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> and my other favorite kill is uh, Ken Foray throwing the dummy off the balcony. <laughs> He's straight up Andre the Giants. That only. <laughs> That is the last elimination in a Royal Rumble. Like he yeah. is just one. He's going to WrestleMania. Like that mm-hmm. is a wonderful kill. Just chef's kiss. Just so incredible. I love the idea of them driving the car through the mall. Like you, they cleared the mall. Like you could live there, you know, and yeah. like with these zombies, they're perfect because you can run around them. You could almost make them to be a fool. Yeah. You know? But then like, that which they the the bikers definitely do but so my question is it, for your movie preference uh gavin is it fast or slow zombies this is a tough question because i just recently watched a zombie movie um have you heard of the sadness uh, i have you told me about it but i haven't watched uh, it yeah yet. It is um, a weird Taiwanese movie. It's very brutal, very depraved. And those zombies are fast and they're barely zombies. Mm-hmm. And more rage filled, more rage filled, very like sexual assault. Okay, I'm in. I'm, oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely in. Definitely in. <laughs> and it's, it, it's a rough time. And watching that and then going back uh, a day and a half later, literally, and watching Dawn of the Dead, I think I just kind of like the simplicity of a, of a slow shambling zombie. Cause even though they're mm-hmm. slow, even though they're slow, if you get mobbed by them, there's nothing you can do. That's where they're, the threat is, is like get, you know, 10 of them. It's not one, you know, I feel like if you have a, I feel like if you have a horde of running zombies at you, if you take one down, they're going to trip over each other. They're going to mm-hmm. be tripping there. They're not going to be able to. We found oil. Where's the pies? I feel like the running, running zombies on the surface are scarier, but there's nothing worse than being trapped and having something slow and shambling coming towards you. Because yeah. it, it's going to draw it out. It's like that Nick Swartzen joke about being shot or stabbed. Mm-hmm. And he's like, when you're stabbed, you're there the whole time. It's like, <laughs> oh, it's stabbed me. Oh, it's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. I think this is the second time I've re- referenced Nick Swartzen. I think, this, I think it is too. Part. I'm a huge fan. He's got very good jokes. And <laughs> um, but I think the slow ones make for better visuals of, you know, a night of living dead. They're just coming out of the darkness and especially like the walking dead, like, just to see a horde of zombies coming at you, you know, but then I, you know, I don't know if you have the fantasy of the, if we're going to have an apocalypse, let's make it a zombie apocalypse. Mm, absolutely. And, then, and then, but in my head, I'm like, if they're fast, it's over. There's yeah. no chance. You know, I was really disappointed that COVID didn't just like turn people. <laughs> yeah. 
it just made people really sick and pe- people died and it was very sad i'm really sad that it didn't turn people mm-hmm. because i feel like the people that would have been turned by covid are already ones you want to kind of beat the shit out of yeah. so it's like oh grandpa well guess what you son of a bitch uh, now, is the, yeah. now is the time but what if your grandpa's fast it's over <laughs> my grandpa wasn't fast he was well, uh, i don't know i never knew my grandpa that it much was, but. it was rage it was he was filled with rage yep <laughs> a couple um, more yeah. yeah i have a couple more notes so okay and then uh the, the mall itself, the filming began nightly once the mall closed, starting at 11 and ending at 7 a.m. when the automated automated music came on. Uh, as December arrived, the production decided against having the crew remove and replace the Christmas decoration. So they would have to come in, take the Christmas stuff down, and then shoot and then put it back up. So they took three weeks off. At that uh, point, at that point, you're just working at the mall. If you're having yeah. to take shit down and put stuff up, like at that, at that point, start stocking the shelves. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, go do soft lines for for a little bit. Yeah, go, uh, go fill fill up some of some of the mannequins as you redress them or whatever. <laughs> Is that a job at Kohl's? I th- well, they it's a thing they'll ask you to leave if they see you doing that. And I, I got Kohl's cash. I got money. <laughs> it spins. It spins. <laughs> my is my Colts cash green or not? <laughs> uh, during that break of the three weeks, Romero started editing the film. Uh, the airfield scenes were filmed at the Harold W. Brown Memorial Airfield in Monroeville, which is like two miles away. And I found that out, and I was like, "Man, I that's what I just wanted. To, I, if I'm already there, why not just go two two miles away?" But again, it was a time constraint thing for me. The scene of the group's hideout at the top of the mall were filmed on set, built at Romero's then-production company, Layton Image. The elevator shaft was located there as well, uh, and not in the mall. Uh, the gun store uh, was uh, its called Firearms Unlimited. So, And it's pretty seamless, because I was like, was there a gun store in the mall? You know, <laughs> like... I love when they can do that, where they can make a, and that gun store looks like it could be in the mall in the seventies has that wood paneling Mm -hmm. where you you walk and you're like, this is in a mall. I, I see this. Uh, They had an alternate ending. So we were talking about getting your head caught in the helicopter there, Gavin, Uh, the alternate ending, the original one was much darker. Yes. This ending was. There's 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 a lot of movies where the director has to feel like they they, they have to make a statement mm-hmm. by like everybody gonna die. Yeah. And the original ending was Peter shoots himself. Mm-hmm. He, he's overwhelmed. He takes the little baby gun and like shoots himself. And then Francine throws her head into the helicopter. It's yeah. like what the fuck kind of ending is this? A dark one and. Apparently they were going to let the credits roll and then the helicopter was going to shut off to show that they didn't have enough fuel in the first place. I do like that. I I, I do like that that aspect of it. Yeah. So it was like, it's already dark, but then they weren't going to make it anyway, you know, but I don't don't know if I have to choose between going down in a helicopter Mm -hmm. and putting my head in the blades, (laughs) I'd rather just go down in a helicopter. There's no scenario where I have, even in the most dire circumstances mm-hmm. where where killing yourself is the only option, I can't imagine my first instinct be throw my head in a helicopter blade. Yeah. Jump uh, off the roof, Francine. Just get off the roof 
and jump. That that's fine. No, don't throw <laughs> yourself into the helicopter. Uh, yeah. Th- then even at the end, they take off, and he's like, uh, "How much fuel?" And she's like, "Not much." And he's like, "All right." Like so, that's like, it's a darker ending, but it's not throw your head in the helicopter ending you know (laughs) yeah and there is a deleted scene after the credits that that sets up the marvel universe where the helicopter Mm -hmm. goes whoop 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 it it, it drops real fast and a a puff of smoke comes up so 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 you know that they do actually die yeah that's you have to watch through the credits and that's not on the dario or gentle one either (laughs) no it's on a mine the version (laughs) i made it's just a quick flash animation i made but it's canon i I talked to george romero he said it's fine (laughs) A group of zombies, drunk zombies, I might add, caused $7,000 in damages to the mall. Uh, apparently, according to Tom Savini, there was a bar called the Brown Derby. We'd make up the zombies at 7 p.m. and didn't start until the stores closed at 9. A lot of the zombies went to the Brown Derby and got drunk. Some zombies jumped on a golf cart and crashed it into a pillar, <laughs> doing $7,000 damage. So that's... I. Man, just to dri- be able to drive in the mall seems like fun to me. Even, even if you have, I don't know if they do it any. Much, I don't know if they do it much anymore. But just getting a car into a mall when they have like cars on display in the mall, yeah. like you have to drive that in there. But be like, I'm driving next to a limited too. <laughs> yeah, uh, this this is not where cars go. Or the you know the mall uh, security with the Segway type, the Paul Blarts of the world, you know. Yeah, I recently uh, flew out to California to visit our friend Ryan. And even in the airport, like golf cart coming through, move, vehicle. It's like mm-hmm. you, you you get to drive in the Dallas airport all day. That, yeah. that, that, that seems like a, not that's, a bad gig. That's too much power for me. I'm hitting somebody. <laughs> you know I am. Uh, let's So wrapping up, you got any other final comments? I know we talked about oh shit moments. Uh, I mentioned kills. And then we'll 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 do some uh, movies we think people should watch. But any other comments, Gavin? I think oh shit moments definitely that scene where they take uh, where where the SWAT team goes and it just kills all the people in the projects mm-hmm. for whatever re- reason, whether they were zombies or not. Uh, best kill head explosion. And I also just like the simplicity of Tom Savini's character macheting a dude in the face. I think that's a great effect. I think yeah. that one looks really say good. goodbye creep. <laughs> goodbye creep i do also like that they're right they were riding on that motorcycle with a sidecar which you could get your picture taken in for five dollars by the way oh really yeah uh because i i told my wife she's like man they really had they had every gimmick in there <laughs> like but i'm like why not dude if you live there um i did like the one where they're I, they're driving and i think it's tom savini cut somebody's head off while it, the car is going around i like it, that it's a very clean cut as mm-hmm. well, like just no resistance, just the knocking the cleanest mannequin head off that yeah. mannequin body. Hey, dude, sometimes if you sharpen your sword, you, you don't have to. Are you, you studying know. the blade right now? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, and I, I'm I'm getting my hands getting a little itchy if you keep talking shit about the blade. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not even together right now, but I feel like if you do it fast enough, my hand will fall off. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I needed <laughs> that. that. That's my baiting hand. 
Um, I, I don't know. We, I don't think the last two episodes we we did a rating system, so I don't know if we should start now. But <laughs> you know what? We're, we're just gonna we're changing the game. Are you are you gonna like rate it out of like five brains? I'd give it <laughs> five brains and three zombies. <laughs> I tried doing that for a movie review. I did my, the first review I did for my YouTube channel. I gave like a rating. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is like three and a half brains out of and then i never did it ever again i was like because i used to didn't i didn't want to make the graphic or yeah this is one more piece of shit editing i had to do i give i give this eight plaid shirts (laughs) i would say you know you've made it this far on the podcast you've probably already seen it so yeah i would say this is if you're a horror fan this is a you have to see it to say that you're a horror fan type thing. It'd be real weird if you didn't like this movie and you listened all the way through. Yeah. We're, we're not that likable. I wouldn't sit through this. I am. There. <laughs> uh, if, okay. if you're going to recommend some, if you like The Dawn of the Dead, what are some other titles you'd recommend, Gavin? Uh, recommend the 2004 Zack Snyder remake of Dawn of the mm-hmm. Dead. I think that's a good one. I think dawn of the dead is his best movie i don't give it i don't care how much he wants to be a real superhero fancy fancy director dawn of the dead is perfect and i think Written it was by his, james gunn by the way yeah i think it was his a high point i think it was his best directing style it really oozes style and used a lot of great practical effects love that um we mentioned it 28 days later mm-hmm. um i think that's a different feel to it it's uh british and it really gives that feeling of isolation more mm-hmm. so than like this movie does. That movie gives like a real feeling of like, I am alone in London mm-hmm. and I can only find like four people. And if they turn, we're all screwed. Yep. And then I would recommend because I just watched it two nights ago, the sadness Taiwanese film from 2021, much different kind of zombie movie. It is very hard to watch, mm-hmm. but, but if you can get through it, I think there is, it's one of the movies where I was disgusted while watching it. And then after the like, and then it had some good stuff. It really did do, do some interesting things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is uh, streaming right now on shutter. So I would uh, check out the Romero trilogy. Uh, I liked the uh, land of the dead. I know people didn't, but I, I think as if it's a Romero zombie movie, watch it. I have not seen diary or survival, so I can't tell you to, to watch those Romero's. I think diary is the one that's like found footage. Yeah. One of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say Shaun of the Dead if you like horror comedy because mm-hmm. there's so many references to the Romero uh, movies. Uh, I would say play the video game Left 4 Dead, let the, the number four. Uh, I love the at least Left 4 Dead 2 is because you, you're in, I think there's a scene in the mall, like a, a yeah, level. They, so, yeah, Left 4 Dead 2 holds up. Also, if you like zombie, Dead Rising is a is a zombie game that mm-hmm. is set exactly in a mall. The second one's a little bit better, but because that, that first one has like weird time constraint gaming mm-hmm. gimmick. But the, the Dead Rising games are really, really fun if you want to just feel like you, you can grab anything and use as a weapon. Yeah, uh, and definitely Night of Living Dead. I know I said check out the earlier Romero ones, but that's... One of my that's a, maybe a comfort film for me, Gavin, is to put on this black and white movie where there's it's mostly a play and not uh, like <laughs> have, you ever se- have you ever seen the colorized version? Uh, I have not. It is the movie. But get this in color. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> it oh, really shit. You can you can really see Barbara get smacked when she's being ignorant. It's <laughs> you're ignorant. <laughs> and I'm sure there are tons of other zombie movies. Uh, a great hidden gem is Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. I have not seen that one. That's one I would just tell people. It's funny. It's a horror comedy. But uh, yeah, it. you know, I'm sure there are other ones, but I can't think of them. But those are the ones off the top of my head that I would say. Check that out if you like uh, Dawn of the Dead. Well, cool. I will uh, watch these movies that I've already seen. All right, Gavin, uh, I was going to say thanks for being on the show, but it's also partly your show yeah so <laughs> this is a partnership stop trying trying to big time me uh but thanks to you for listening uh tell a friend about the show uh and and never forget they're coming to get you barbara they're coming to get you they're coming for you barbara they're coming to get you